Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulpamex Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for playing all year. Thanks for uh, everything, man. And uh, if you've won a prize this year, congrats. We appreciate it. Thanks to all of our sponsors that help us out on the Pulpamex Fantasy site. 17 weekly prizes it goes back. So that's really cool. Thanks to all those guys. We just had Slick Racing Products come on as well as a weekly prize. And we had a not too long ago added Polar as well. So a couple of companies that are stepped up and said, hey, we want to be involved in uh, Pulpamex Fantasy. So thanks to those guys as well as the usual guys. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. The new Formula Helmet is out, and they're very, very stoked on it, very happy. So please check out flyracing.com and click on the helmets and the formula tab to watch a real cool video from those guys about that thing. And also, too, thank you to ProTaper, ProTaper products, uh, bars, sprockets, chains, uh, hard parts galore at ProTaper Grips. Uh, they got a cool start device coming out, and uh, also, too, the, the KGSC. They use the micro line of bars and grips. ProTaper.com, everybody, please go there and check them out. And uh, also, too, we want to thank the folks at 100%. 100% goggles crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision. Cooper Webb wearing 100% and killing it right now in Supercross. That's not a coincidence. Thanks to 100% uh, for everything they do for us. Entire line, See the entire line at ride100percent.com, ride100percent.com. Use the code FANTASY19 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Thanks to Kawasaki for the three bikes. Thanks to Racer X brand as well. If you want some cool T-shirts, retro stuff, modern stuff, Racer X Shield stuff, hell, if you want a shirt with Wygant's face on it, uh, go to racerxbrand.com, punch in the code PulpMX, and you can save on that. So, no JT this week. Thought he was going to join in, but he never did. So I'm not sure how he did. I'm not sure who he's mad at. But uh, yeah, Paul Parabinos and Dan Truman, PulpMX Fantasy Podcast. Here we go. So as promised, everybody, we are going to dive into Dallas, look ahead to Detroit, Triple Crown, and uh, talk more about Pulpamex Fantasy. And uh, yeah, I finally rebounded a little bit. We'll get into that too. So thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to Pro Taper. Thanks to Ride 100%. Uh, RacerXBrand.com as well. You go to RacerXBrand.com, punch in Pulpamex and save on all their merch. They got some really cool stuff, including shirts with Wygant's face on it and uh, I Party and Temecula shirts. So thanks to RacerXBrand for uh, making it happen. All right, with me on the line to discuss how we did in Dallas and the Triple Crown. First up from Pro Taper, ProTaper.com, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, what's happening, Steve? How's it going? How is things at ProTaper? Uh, good, good. Um, just there's always uh, plenty of things to do, so um, just trying to keep up on things, get things updated, take care of customers, and right. uh, yeah. Sweet. Um, I'm gonna put my uh, fusion bars on this afternoon, I think. So just want to let you know good. that. Yep, they're gonna go on. Um, also from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. Finally turning this fantasy thing around. My score isn't that good. But we'll get into it. For a while, I was number one. For 13 laps, I was number one in the world. So I'm coming back. I feel it. Good good to hear. Before we get too far into it, uh, we got Dirty Al Green's uh, locks that we did last week. So we'll get into that. Jason Thomas, uh, not on the show. But hopefully we can uh, get him on at some point if he, if he texts us during this. I uh, got an email from uh, Jonas. Uh, after a few painful weekends in Pulpamex Fantasy, I finally got to tend to my wounds. A very nice and professional-looking T-handle set from Pit Posse arrived after a successful A1 weekend, and I could not be happier. I scored my season best last year at A1, but missed the prize as being tied for fifth and absolutely sending it for the tiebreaker. Uh, what impressed me was that Pulpamex Fantasy crew really did go all out with shipping these prizes. Mine arrived a couple days later when Steve said they were shipped, and the actual cost of shipping exceeded the price of the T-handle set. He lives in Finland. It's great to see the international fans are treated equally. Huge shout-out to everyone involved with Fantasy League. Despite a few shortcomings, I've always loved everything about it. It truly does make or break my weekends over, over my mood on how my fantasy team does. And even the most boring races elevate the blood pressure. Thanks for all you guys do. Greetings from Finland. Jonas. Thanks, Jonas. Nice email. Why did, Steve, why did you nice. decide to read that, um, that email when we get so many of those emails each week? Oh, uh, good point. Yeah, I don't know. I just got this one to my own pulpmix.com email, so it was easy to Oh, do. got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, Triple Crown this weekend, a um, few changes with the riders and the teams. But, again, the number one thing is is everyone's going to be able to pick uh, eight guys. Uh, you'll know. You'll be able to pick your team up until the qualifying, so you'll know exactly who's in the main. And, uh, yeah, it takes a little bit of strategy out of it, Paul, but it's for the best. Yeah, um, uh, we have been talking about some possible changes for next year. 
um, to make Triple Crowns more um, interesting because it, it really is kind of just a weekend off for people. You you look at the final 22, you pick the high handicap. Um, so we're kicking around some ideas. Maybe there'll be a change, but right now it's uh, business as usual. So we got a Triple Crown coming up, and there should be some good picks. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. It'll be. One of those weekends where first lap leaders, Dan, will be have to be used. I think uh, you got three chances at it. So, yeah, I think so. I think uh, again, the first lap leaders, like Steve said, any of the three mains, they just have to get one of them. And um, I mean, even though I did a day two, I think I got both of them right. I do it every weekend. Your odds get a lot better when you only need it out of one out of three. So yeah. you have to pick them. Yeah, I got them both right last uh, at Anaheim, Roxon and AC. So, all right, let's get into Dallas uh, after two horrible weekends. I scored 226. It's, that's not, like, amazing. That's not me doing cartwheels, but I'll take 226, um, eight guys in the main, and uh, and all of that. I'll go forward with that. Paul, how'd you do? Yeah, not too good. Um, I only had seven guys in the main event, and I scored 212. Uh, so we'll get into my picks later, but uh, not, not so hot. Dan? Seven guys in the main event. Thank you, John Gallagher, whatever your name is. And then uh, two sixteen, two sixteen. All right, yeah. Not, I mean, it's yeah, it's not great. But uh, all right, let's get into it. So, high score was three hundred one on the uh, on the week in in Dallas. Twenty seven percent of you selected a two fifty first lap leader. Eighty eight percent got it right because it was Forkner, right? I believe. So eighty eight percent of you got Forkner. Twenty percent of you selected a four fifty first lap leader, and only six point six got it right. It was uh, who was it? Eli. Eli? Okay. Um, yeah, it was Eli. Yep. Okay, so all right, let's go. Um, TJ Albright was the number one or tied for number one pick in 2 class. I did a podcast with him today, uh, an, an FXR uh, Race Tech Privateer Island pod. He plays Pulp MX Fantasy. He picked himself yes. for Minneapolis, so he could not pick himself for Dallas. <laughs> oh, he's bummed. And get this. Wilson Fle- he travels with Wilson Fleming, who also plays Pulp MX Fantasy, another privateer. Fleming... Uh, he picked Fleming. He, last week he did not pick Fleming. Fleming made the main. This week he did pick Fleming, and Fleming did not, not make the main. Not going well. No, not so. going well for TJ Albright. Sounds like he's got more Supercross points than fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. TJ Albright not having a good time at Pulp Mix Fantasy right now, but uh, he could not pick himself. He says to to uh, he's going to kill it this weekend. So we'll see. Uh, forty two points for him. Marshall Welton forty two. Stephen Clark forty two. Uh, those were three were tied for the best uh, overall points. Then it was Marty Arod, Cartwright, Peters. After that, uh, pick trend. Davalos number one pick trend forty nine percent. Chase Sexton next was an all star thirty four percent. Wharton was thirty two. Uh, Short John Short was thirty one. And uh, so I had I had Welton. Uh, he was pretty much always on my team. Paul, you are team Welton and. Um, you know, you just thought he would be better. He 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 let me down in Minneapolis, and you thought he'd be better, and uh, and he was. I had Marty. Marty was never coming off my team. I had people try to talk me out of Marty. Uh, that was never going to happen. Thirty six points for Marty uh, with a fifth. I'll take it. Uh, John Short again, Paul. Your team, John Short. Thirty two points uh, for him. And Chase Sexton maxed out. He was my all star pick, and he maxed out at twenty six. I just went with him because of the three handicaps. So I was in the TLD truck before the. Night Show, and Brian Johnson was in there, and um, Tyler Rattray was in there, and Tickle was in there, and we were all, and, and then Jordan Smith as well, and we were all discussing fantasy. And I was like, what about, what about Scuba Steve Clark? And they were like, he's not going to, he's not going, he may make the main, but he's not going to, you know, do much in the main when he, get, when he gets in there. And I'm like, yeah, but he doesn't have to do much to, to get good points. And they're like, nope, nope, they scared me off of him. So 42 points. I went with, with John Short over Steve Clark. Um, they were all big on John Short. So those guys cost me uh, eight, ten points. I would like my ten points back because uh, I was going scuba Steve the whole way. Uh, Stephen Clark qualified well, and it looked good. So, um, yeah, that was that was it. A-Rod, too. I was dancing around with A-Rod, but he scares me. He really scares me. Um, I've never seen anybody jump off the side of the track of Bud's Creek into the side of the wall after the finish except for A-Rod. So, yeah, he scares me. But he did well. Uh, A-Rod was a privateer, showed up 34 points for that. Uh, 450 class. Let's go. Uh, I had Chris Blos. We we was lead pipe lock of the week, I believe, for many of us. 38 points, and he came through 38 points. He only got 17th, but his uh, handicap was 13. Seeley was next at 36, and we talked, we talked a little bit about Seeley. I had Savachi. 
36 after that, so I did well with that. Um, that's where it went south. Uh, Eli Tomac was my all-star, and we were looking good in the lead, and I don't know what happened to Eli. I don't think Kawasaki knows what happened to Eli. I don't think Eli knows what happened to Eli. Only 13 points, though, as he drifted back to 12th. Uh, for an all-star, that's, that's no good. Uh, and my other guy was Zach Osborne, who told us that as he was laying on the ground on the backside of the berm, one of the first thoughts he had was, I'm really blowing it for fantasy right now. So <laughs> how funny is that? That's Osborne thinking of fantasy as he's laying on the ground. So uh, pick trend, uh, Osborne was first at 53. Blos was next at 45. Uh, then Tomac at 29, and then Savachi was only 19. Uh, Justin Hill was 28. Uh, uh, he was fourth highest pick trend, 30 points. Cooper Webb was next, uh, and he came through, obviously, with the win and the max points. Uh, Paul, how'd you do? Um, well, not that great, obviously, with a 212. Uh, let's go for 50 class. Uh, I did have Chris Blos, your yeah. guys' lock. I don't think he was my lock, but um, for some reason I – I, I was overlooking him, and uh, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine. His name's Jake. Um, he's won some 250 races before in the past. Yeah. Um, familiar, he said, yeah he's, also, he's also a terrible fantasy player, that Jake. Yeah, so he called for some advice. So we were kind of just talking amongst each other, and I was telling him my team. He was telling me his team, and I'm like, why don't you have this guy? And then he's, he told me, why don't you have Blos? And I was like, good point. So anyway, I put Blos on there. He got 38. That was great. Um, I did go Justin Hill. Just because uh, of all I've heard, and it was time I thought eventually you gotta you gotta try, and um, he looked comfortable in practice. He qualified good. Uh, I've heard some things from the rig that made me want to pick him again, and it almost didn't work out. Uh, he was up front a while for a while, but just um, at least he hung on. He got 13th. He got double points. He scored 30, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, that was a that's a risky one. He's a tricky one to pick for sure. Uh, my all-star went Marvin Muscan. That worked out good. And then, like 53% of the league, I did take Zach Osborne. And right. uh, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. I think it was going to be fine otherwise, but he crashed. So he, uh, um, at 53%, I'm expecting that he's going to be a 47% pick trend next weekend. He came into the lounge, set that said lounge at TLD truck, and I said, look, bro, I don't care what happens. You just need to get 12th or better. I don't care what goes on you can need to get 12th and he's like looking at me and i'm like listen i know you're gonna do better i told him i'm sure you're gonna do better but please just salvage a 12th if shit goes sideways and he couldn't even do that so um anyways yeah. um yeah he'll be he'll be high this week and, and he'll probably pay off big time interested that you were not going blows though paul like we were jt dan and i were just Yelling about Chris Blows the whole the whole show last week. So. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. I, I I think I think in my head I was just so worried of because there was a lot of guys that showed up this weekend that weren't at Minneapolis, and to me there was about there was eighteen guys that I knew would make the main event, and then there was about eight guys that had a chance at getting those last four spots, and I put Blows in that group of eight that had a chance of either making it or not making it. I don't know why I didn't have him as a lock because I think we talked about him yeah. as a lock making the main event. So um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh-huh. I don't have a good excuse. All right, two fifties. Uh, two fifty class. I went Marshall Welton. So like you said, I was all over him. Um, I don't remember if he was my hundred percent lock. It was probably we'll, him or Short. We'll get um, to that. But uh, Short was also on my team, so those guys both came through. Yeah, and jo- why they are pro taper athletes. John Short. Don't quit. John Short's adaption to the Honda was quick. <laughs> yeah, I think he wrote it for four days. He called me before Minneapolis, actually, and said, um, hey, I'm going to be on a Honda. And I was like, you know, that's like the weekend after. And he's like, yeah, he's, I, I just can't get these Yamahas to work. So, um, yeah, he was on a Honda. It worked out. I, he'll probably just get better because, again, he's just getting used to it. So, uh, But that was fine. My all-star maxed out. I took Sexton. Um, so that was fine. He got 26. And then here's where it went bad, where I didn't make the main event, is I took – uh, I took Jace Pennington, and unfortunately, I didn't let my knowledge or my my get in front of my game strategy. I guess you can say, because I took him purely because I knew so many of the league couldn't, because yeah. so many people took yeah, the bait. He was only a twelve percent. He was only a twelve percent pick trend. So, yeah, so yeah. I was just like, you know what, I I, I don't want to pass on him again because 
what if he does make it and he gets in the main event, his handicap will come down and then people won't pick him at the Triple Crown. I was like, but if I pass, he's probably going to qualify top 18 at the Triple Crown. Um, so, you know, I got it. I figured I had to take him at uh, at Dallas, and yeah, it wow. just didn't work out. And if you anyone watched the LCQ, it was probably exciting if you were really into it. But I just I I didn't have any faith, and I wasn't even surprised when he blew it. <laughs> he so. I think he rode a bit worse this weekend than he did in Minneapolis in the race. He qualified 16th, but yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, Dan. Um. Who'd you have? Wow. For for 13 laps of the 250 main event. I was so excited. I was in first place out of everybody. I had a perfect team for 13 laps. It was so cool. I had riders even in the little mechanics area watching my live timing and cheering with me, (laughs) and we were adding points. And then Chad's like, yeah, but you have Bowers, and he didn't even qualify. And I'm like, I know, but I'm in first right now. Let me enjoy this. Right, jerk. Like, like, I know it's going to go bad, right? right? Literally, as he's making fun of me, uh, Blake Wharton just comes off with a blown-up engine or whatever happened. <laughs> and I'm like, perfect. The next lap, John Short and Welton crashed. And I'm like, I literally went from like first Hold to... on. Welton crashed early <clears throat> in the main. He crashed again later, though. He, he was did. in 19th at one point. Yeah. Okay. That was later, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, at that point, my team kind of went to crap. But anyway, I had... First lap leader, I went with Forkner. Uh, Paul had first lap leader, too. He picked Forkner. I oh, okay. forgot to mention right. that. We had, I had kind of talked him into that when we were on the phone. Um, I had Welton just for the same reasons I think Paul did. Uh, he trains with Brock. We believe in his program. I think he's better than he was at Minneapolis. Um, he hadn't raced Supercross in a long time, so he was always on my team. John Short was always on my team, so those two were always on my team. Uh, Short qualified well. The biggest thing for sure I had question was, was he going to make it to the main event? Because once he's there, he's fine. It's mm-hmm. just getting in. Yeah. And uh, he got in easy. And then my all-star was Chase Sexton. And I always had Sexton. I think he, you know, he's a top four guy. So the Blake Wharton pick, yeah. we'll get into that. So I always had Marty on my team all day, uh, just like you. He was never yeah. coming off, yep. never coming off. And uh, I screenshotted my team, sent it to some people. I'm like, I'm done. And I talked to Paul on the phone. I'm like, you know what? So many people had Wharton last week. Um, they can't pick him this week. And I was the same way. I was like, he's going to be good. His handicap went up a little bit because he crashed at Minneapolis. And he was maxing out. He was a, a six handicap, I think. Uh, what was he when he, he went out, position-wise? He was, in, he was in seventh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he was getting 52 points. So he was fine. And then he's had bike issues, but that's the gamble with a guy like Wharton and me and Paul talked about it and, and we'll get into why his handicap went up, but he, they've had a lot of bike issues. So, you know, that's a gamble when you pick a guy like that. And sure enough, he had an issue. So I lost a lot of points by trading out, um, Davalos for, for Wharton and Martin will probably win Atlanta. He'll probably freaking win Atlanta and I won't be able to pick him cause I'm going to pick him this weekend. So, Right. I kind of screwed. My, I kind of screwed myself. Um, yeah, uh, Wharton. I picked Wharton the first round, and he only got thirty points. But the only the, the top score is thirty four. So Wharton. Yeah. Uh, Wharton came through last week in a sense, you know. But um, all right, four fifties. Four fifty. I had Chris Bloss always, like we talked about last week. He was my lock, and then I did have Cole Seeley. Uh, Seeley was fast in practice, uh, all the practices, and I just thought. If he's going to have a good race, maybe it'll – I mean, he's got to have one one of these times. So I had Sealy, so those were the top two scores. And I had Cooper Webb as my all-star. So three out of three guys were perfect. And then I had Tyler Bowers. <laughs> so, Bowers, DQ. For, for, and it was a joke, DQ, by the way. I mean, it was a dirty pass, but he shouldn't be DQ'd for that. Yeah. You know, it, I always had Bowers, really. I, I talked to Paul about it. I thought out of five, he wasn't going to get a lot of points. But I'm like, Bowers is a main event guy. And my goal this week was to get eight guys in the main event. Right. And then, of course, I go back to the truck, and I'm watching it on TV, and I see him walk. I didn't even know they had crashed at first, and and I realized he didn't even qualify. And I'm like, oh, sweet. (laughs) You know, so uh, I did pass on a couple things I thought was huge. Justin Hill, I passed on him. Obviously, I'm in the same truck as him. And I just – No. I know he – I won't pick Hill Hill for the rest of the year unless he's a huge handicap. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, I just 
I didn't. I mean, out of five, I seen a lot of value. I did see value, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't pick him. Right. And then Osborne, I passed on, not because I don't think Zach could be top twelve. I just thought that him out of two and Bowers out of five, I thought. Maybe Bowers gets like a 13th, and maybe Zach gets like a 10th. Well, and you're, you're going to kill it this weekend with Zach Osborne. And I also – so I walk in the Husky truck, and nothing about fantasy. I was just checking on Dean, and, and they were parked next to us, and I had some time to kill. And Zach's like, are you here for fantasy stuff? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, not at all. And he's like, I wouldn't pick myself if I was an 8. And I was like, what does that mean? I yeah. was like <laughs> – and uh, I told Paul that, and Paul's like, what does that even mean? I said, I don't know. I think that means he doesn't think he's good, but he qualified fourth, so yeah. I'm confused. Oh. Um, it, that had nothing to do with my decision. I just thought Bowers would be a good pick. So uh, I got kind of lucky on that. Obviously, Zach was in, like, eighth, I think, when he crashed. So I'm going uh, to say this again. And uh, Oh, who was your first 450 first lap leader? Did you have one? Yeah, I had one. It was Roxon, and I got it wrong. He was second. Um, at some point... The three of us and JT are going to start picking Chiz because he is. If you want thirty to forty points, Chiz is your guy, and we always overlook him. And I always look at it, and I'm like, "What are we doing? We never pick Chiz." So, just we, we need to. We need to. You're you know. correct. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, it, it should almost be written in fantasy law that if you don't know who to pick, just take a Chiz, and you'll be fine. I mean, he had to go to the LCQ, but still, he handled it. You fine. Know. No big deal. No big deal. No, no, absolutely. Um, all right, let's get in. So, uh, Dirty Al Green's locks for last week. Uh, mine were Marty and Blos. So, I had the top score in 450s, and Marty was pretty good. Uh, Paul, you had Falk and Zacco. Uh, Falk got hurt. Uh, you, you know, you didn't know that on a Wednesday. So, um, Falk will, if he's back this I weekend, didn't have Welton or Short. Take it up with Dirty Al Green. Okay. Uh, uh, who was my 450 guy? Uh, Zacco. Okay. Uh, JT was Marty and Blos, same as me. Dan uh, said Marty for everyone, but he was joking, and he went Welton and Blos. His real picks were Welton and Blos. So those were good locks, Dan, that, that you went with. Um, I felt like I had a good team this week. I, I, I really think Bowers is in the main event. I, I scored, you know, 240 points or so. I have a good weekend. Right. Uh, okay, so thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Formula Helmet is out now. And a dealer should have it any day. It's a fantastic helmet. It's lightweight. It's uh, great protection for high speed, for low speed stuff. And it's really, really quiet. Fits like a charm. But check out their new formula helmet. They're very, very proud of that. ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Rockstar Husky Worldwide using ProTaper. Geico Honda. JGR also using ProTaper. Uh, ProTaper.com. Whether it's a fusion bar, whether it's a 7 8 bar, whether it's a crossbarless bar that those guys invented and patented back in the Bradshaw days. Uh, ProTaper has you covered. Also, too, I want to thank uh, the folks at Ride 100%. Uh, 100% simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. All 100% adult MX goggles offer unique features, fit, and function, but they carry the same DNA and utilize the same interchangeable lenses and tear-offs. Be prepared for any riding conditions while stocking your gear bag with fewer accessories. 100%, the most versatile goggle system available. Fantasy 19 at Ride100%.com to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. I met a guy... In Dallas, who had 100% hoodie and shirt and hat on, he said he used the code. So Fantasy19 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. And, of course, Racer X brand uh, and also Kawasaki, giving away three Cowies. So thanks to Kawasaki for uh, all they do for us. And two 250s and a 450 we are giving away on Pulp Mix Fantasy. So, Okay, a couple things for um, uh, Detroit this weekend. It's a triple crown, as we mentioned. Next week is an east-west shootout dan please explain for people because this affects your detroit picks so for the east-west shootout in in atlanta you will not be able to pick any riders back-to-back weekends meaning if you pick forkner in detroit for your triple crown you will not be able to pick them for the east-west shootout you will however be able to pick all of the west riders so even if you pick adam cincerillo at san diego he'll still be available Mm mm-hmm at the East West Shootout. Which is, this is the same as last year. We're not changing anything. So same, same as last year. Some people didn't play last year. Also, the top four from East, each coast will be an all-star. So when pick, making your picks, that does make a difference because Martin Davalos, for example, is not an all-star right now. But after Detroit, he probably would be in the top eight. But he won't be in the top four. So he'll be double points come Atlanta. So for the guys that are doing really good in the front, maybe new to the game, this is a weekend where you can kind of look ahead 
into the next week. Right. And, Paul, that's something that you will probably do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and people need to know that handicaps, for instance, for the shootout are will be a, a bit different. They, they have to be. I'm, I mean, we can't have, you know, for instance, we'll get into the picks later, but I'm just going to grab a an example. Um, uh, Thomas Covington is a six for Detroit. Well, he didn't make the main event. I don't know what's going to happen at, at Detroit, but there's probably no chance that he's going to be a six at the East-West shootout. He's going to need a little bit more because this is a guy that might not make the main event on an on a East on an East only event. Then it's twice as hard at a shootout event. So um, handicaps will be altered. Um, just know that the top four in points from both coasts will make up your eight all-stars, so you can kind of plan on that. But then from there, handicaps will be a bit different because they have to be to make everyone kind of usable. Okay. Yeah. So It's pretty good, I think, the way to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's and, no and, different than what we did last year mm-hmm. either. Yep. So. Yep. says it right in the game rules. The game rules say you cannot pick conse- uh, the same rider consecutive weekends, so yep. literally we're just following the rules. Yeah, yep. It'll it'll make it uh, a little bit more strategy for this weekend. I, what, I, will, I will think about uh, Atlanta this week in my picks. 100%. And one thing to to note, we had this question last year about Chisholm because he was racing 250 West and 450. Chris Bloss races this weekend in Detroit on a 450. You can pick Chris Bloss in the 250 class the following weekend. It's the same rider in the same class. So Bloss will race this weekend on a 450 in Detroit mm-hmm. and then race the East-West shootout on a 250. Had you not had Bloss last weekend in Dallas, you yep. can pick him both weekends if that works out. That's the exception of picking the same rider two, weeks in, two weekends in a row. So, all right, um, Detroit. Triple Crown freezes out. Uh, Nick Schmidt is in for the MCR team, we think. We've been hearing. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Nick Schmidt's a Pacific Northwest guy, though, so maybe Mike Genova. Nick has not ridden well to start the year. so. Um, but he's a 16. But again... Um, I mean, I will, I, will, I will say, though, uh, given that news that you just brought to us, I think if there's any weekend you, will, you can consider Nick Schmidt, this is the weekend. Because I think he's fairly good at putting in one lap. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say he's better at one lap than he is at 20 minutes plus plus a lap. Mm-hmm. So if he qualifies top 18, he's a 16. He'd be, he'll yep. be on my team. So like JT has said, you're picking all the 16s, right, um, Dan? No matter, well, you know. Well, well, we said that. We went into that. And then at A2, when you go back and look at the scores. I'm digging up right got, now. Yeah. They were not the biggest scores. So. Yeah. Uh, Joey Savacci uh, was the number one scorer at a six handicap, got 46 exactly. points. Exactly. Yep. And, and I think I remember Harrison being a decent score at like a four or five. Uh, Pellegrini, Politelli were next. They were 16s, of course. Then it yeah. was Plessinger at a zero, and yeah. Seeley at a neg- negative one were next. Um, for example, Ronnie Stewart was a 12, only got 26 points. Um, you know, so yeah, and then in the 250s, as you said, uh, it was uh, McAdoo. 38 points, handicap two. Mitchell Harrison, handicap five, was 36. Uh, the 16th handicap guy was only 34 points. That was Chris Howell. So, yeah, it's it's not. It's definitely not necessarily going with all 16s or 14s or whatever. It, it is the easier way to have no stress and kind of have an off weekend if you're at, on the couch and you want to drink a beer and you have some 16s, you're good. But I think you have to pick guys like Blake Wharton this weekend and – and Osborne, if you can pick Osborne, and those guys aren't guaranteed to get double points, but they have a higher ceiling to where they could get more points. Yeah. So it depends on your strategy. For me, obviously, I'm not doing great, so I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm going to probably pick some higher can- higher handicaps. Obviously, I'm going to have Osborne. But, um, yeah, it kind of depends on where you're at in the game results-wise. Um, this will be the weekend. As uh, Who picked Paul? You picked Pennington, you said, right? Um yeah, I picked him last weekend. So yep. this will be the weekend because Pennington will ride himself in, and his handicap will be high. What is his handicap? Let me look here. He's a sixteen. Well, okay. he's, a, he's a sixteen, and he's qualified sixteenth. Yep. Uh, so far, both rounds. Yeah. So Pennington to me is a guy that everyone should jump on if he makes it, which he probably will. Um, if they drop the gate for the LCQ, perhaps Pennington won't make it. See, here's here's where I don't know though. So he has been proven to be a good qualifier and we can say terrible at racing and he has to race three times this week so yeah you're saying what's what, what's going to happen what's going to happen to him times. yeah what's yeah if, if he qualifies i think he i think pennington makes it this weekend i think he'll qualify right. 16th or 17th again but 
do you pick that guaranteed? I think he still gets 21st place in the main event. Okay. Do you pick that over, say, a Blake Wharton, who's a big handicap, and I think Wharton can get 52 points this weekend? Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. I think Wharton can get 52, and, and I mean – I'll say lucky for me. I don't have to worry about it. I can't pick Pennington, but if he puts, if he gets 22nd, that's six double. So you're, what are you, 17 points times two, you're 34. If he gets fifth, you're 18 points times two. So he's a good pick. But, yeah, like just, just what Steve said, bringing up old results, um, perhaps I haven't been looking close enough at some of the other handicaps, and I do take advantage of it just, so, just being, a, being a triple crown weekend, and I take high handicap guys where that obviously might not be the best way. To. Here's uh, here's an example. So Mitchell Falk, is he in this weekend? Do we know? Is it Was it just the he's one not. week? Oh, he's not? Okay. Well, that, that yeah, that, that would have been a good example where I think six. you could have picked yeah. an all-star. You could have picked him, and you could have picked Wharton, and then just one more guy. And I think those guys are gonna would have gotten a lot of points. Yeah, had you know had he yeah. been racing. Well, for example, Harrison was a five. He got tenth. He got thirty six points. Mitchell Falk is a six and could get tenth or better all day long, and get you easily easy get you forty points or whatever you know. So Mitchell yeah. Falk would have been a great pick. Um, can John Short probably can't get tenth? He's a six. Um, I. I just think John Short on this type of weekend isn't isn't the best weekend for him. Uh, he's he's good when the race is long, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's going to be one of those guys that is. I don't well, know. It's tough. It, uh, it depends how he does at the Triple Crown, but he's a guy that could make the East West Shootout. But it's not going to look good. Also, I think at the East West Shootout, he's probably going to qualify pretty deep. But he's a guy that could ride himself in. So um, we'll see. It depends how he does at the Triple Crown, but this is. Right. Tougher for him. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think a 16, a 16 is almost a must pick, but anything lower than that, start looking at, start, it's not necessarily, you know, a, a, a stay away from them, but take a look. Like, if you want to guarantee yourself that. a good team, I mean, you could pick Pennington, had, if he, we're assuming he's going to qualify, and then, like, what you're talking about is Joey Crown. Crown has showed... A little bit of speed here and there. He qualified well this weekend, but he was not good in the races, but he's only a 13. So, yes, he's still going to get double points, but it's not very many. It's not much more than an all-star, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it, if he was to get 20th, 21st, 22nd. So I think you do have to make some decisions still on the weekend. I, think I don't think it's as easy as picking all the high no, handicap. No, absolutely, for all those reasons we laid out. I think for an all-star, I like Amart. And why? Because he's a four, because he gives me room to move there. Uh, so I like that all-star pick. Paul, what about you for all-star? I agree with you. I like. Uh, I have Amart highlighted as my all-star. I also have um, Justin Cooper highlighted at a two. I just think three shorter races where it puts more of a premium on getting a good start. I think Justin Cooper's a good starter. He's good at sprinting. I think that's a good all-star. Um, Forkner now has won the last two races in a row and, and has led every lap, so he's now a zero. So he has mm-hmm. to win to max out. So there's just not much room for mistake there. So, um, yeah, I'm on board with you as far as All-Star is concerned, for sure. Who beats who? Uh, the Kershaw's a four, A-Rod's a three. That's a Dan question. <laughs> Dan? Oh, man. I, I like – I really like Lorenzo just for the fact oh, that – Oh, we know you like Lorenzo. No, I mean, <laughs> he, he's like – he's been prepared to race. I think A-Rod didn't even race the first race because he wasn't ready. Um, he's riding and racing on one bike right now. He's just getting a practice bike. Actually, I'm helping him out. He just a rod just got another practice bike today, or a practice bike today. So I just think Lorenzo has a little bit better program right now. So I would, I would say Lorenzo, but I don't think you pick either of them this weekend. I don't okay. think either of them are a great pick. What about? I think oh. Sexton's a good All Star pick. I can't pick him, yep. but I still think Sexton at a two is a great All Star pick. I know he's not a great starter, but I think Sexton's still going to be on the podium. You know who I you know I'll keep an eye on if he makes the main, which I think he will. Henry Miller is a seven, and yep. I think Miller can get ten, eleven, twelve ish. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I have I have him highlighted as well. He was fourteenth in Minneapolis. He didn't qualify at Dallas. Just didn't yeah. didn't get there in the heat, and he was fifth in the LCQ. So that's definitely a guy that I am high on my radar for the Triple Crown. And then um, to go back to Lacorcio and Rodriguez, those are those are those middle of the road guys that when they go to Atlanta, they're expecting to make the main event. Um, so those are the guys that are going to be higher handicaps at Atlanta and could pay pay a bunch of points at Atlanta, so I don't think I would use them at a race like this. 
obviously we're going to know who's in the main before we make our picks, but I could totally see my team being Pennington, Miller, um, Amart, and uh, Wharton. Wharton. Yeah, so, yeah and Wharton. Pick, yep. Yeah. Yep. That, that could, I could totally see my team right now being that. Yep, yep. That's a good. That's a really strong team. I mean, I think um, I think other guys to look at is you have to look at Marty again at a minus two. Um, you think? Yeah. For I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, just because he has double points, he has the potential to be on the podium. I think that's a guy that you could look at. I mean, three short races. Marty's a good starter. Well, if you uh, go, I, I, sorry, but if you go to um, Seeley was a minus one uh, at Anaheim too, so he was uh, a little worse than Marty, better than Marty, I should say. Got six, got 32 points. That's good. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. I think you need to look at some of these guys. I think you can look at Welton again also. We can't pick him, but he's a 10. Uh, he got 17th last weekend with a couple crashes. I think he's going to keep getting better. I think he's somebody that you could pick as well as a, you know, somebody that's going to get you a lot of points if you can pick him. Yeah. What is Welton? Sorry, what is this? He's a 10. 10. Yeah, yeah, Walton's going to work forward. I think he'll be better. He'll get the first round uh the z- first round uh jitters out of the way. Paul, um I'll accept any apologies for Thomas Covington at any point. <laughs> I I'll, I'll apologize. Mean? I was on it too. I I still believe in the guy though. Well, he's I a great that, guy, but this yeah. has been terrible. And you guys put him at a 6. We inflated him quite a bit for <laughs> for Detroit. <laughs> you need to inflate that more. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, he's learning Supercross, and I think the way he rides the bike is, is makes it even harder to learn Supercross. You have to be way better. I mean, the guy doesn't rev it at all. He's been riding in the sand in Europe for years, and, and so when he goes into the whoops, he's already in fourth gear because he rides the whole track in fourth gear. So you need to kill it otherwise because you're not getting much wheel spin like every other of these guys that ride around second and third gear and rev their bike all over the place. So, um I think he'll come around. I mean, uh, he's he's a world class athlete that won won GPS. He missed the main event. I think he's in the main event this weekend, and I'll I'll bet you twenty bucks he is. Um, no, I wouldn't go that. I, th- I think he he should save be him for that. save him for Daytona. Stephen Clark it, can Clark get back in into the into the into the mix, uh, or is his value gone now because of that main event? Let's go back to the Me- Stephen Clark thing, uh, okay. real quick. So Stephen Clark was at Minneapolis. He hurt his shoulder in the first practice enough to where he wasn't able to ride. Okay? So I talked to Brian Johnson, who he trains with, and he's like, ah, scuba rode a couple days uh, at MTF. His shoulder hurts. He'll probably qualify, like he said to you, but he's just going to pull off. And, I mean, this is Brian being honest with me. Like, we're yeah. not. He's, right. And I was like, okay, like, he's fine. And I, so I talked to scuba on track walk. He's like, yeah, my shoulder's, you know. So, first of all, your shoulder was so hurt that you couldn't even ride a week, six days ago. And now he races a main event and gets 18th. I don't get it. Like, these guys, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I mean, he was never going to get picked by me because he straight up told me yeah. that he was hurt. <laughs> well, that's why Brian, I was talking to Brian in the lounge, right, yeah. the TLD truck. So he was like, he was doing everything but telling, you know, telling, waving me a banner in my face to say stay away from Steve Clark. <laughs> um, and so Clark, A-Rod, and John Short were all, like, huge debates, all of them. Yeah. So, um and, and like I said, A Rod scares the crap out of me, and John Short is just Paul's guy, and so Paul has so much faith in John Short. I went with that, but um, but Stephen Clark was definitely on my radar. But is his value's gone though, right? Um, I, I think so. Yeah, I think right, so. Right, Paul, you agree? I think it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's tough at a. I mean, he doesn't. I, I, it's kind of lends its. This format is kind of up his alley, I guess. You know, shorter races, but the races are still. Pretty long. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't like it at an eleven. Right, at an eleven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know that the shorter races are better for a a guy that's not in as good shape. It's like he's been hurt, so he hasn't got to ride as much because there's not much recovery time. So going into race two and race three, they're already so tired because the intensity is high. At least that's what I've seen from Anaheim too, just being in the pits. Uh, Paul, you've seen how yeah. fast the quick the turnaround time was. I don't even though the races are shorter, maybe for the first one, but ra- races two and three. I think it still affects them. So give me. As I'll we, give you okay, that. Yeah. So so as we talked about the uh, shootout in Atlanta showdown. Sorry, 2019, as a showdown in Atlanta. Uh, give me some guys you're saving, or you're thinking about affecting. Uh, thinking about this weekend affecting Atlanta. I think um, I want Hartraft at, uh, at at Atlanta because that's a guy I think that will 100 percent make 
make the showdown or whatever you call it, and he won't be an all star. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not an all, if you're not an all star, uh, you're still there's still 16 guys that are top eight in points that are guaranteed to make main events basically. So I'm my Atlanta strategy is I'm looking at the guys that are fifth through eighth in points on each coast to fill my Atlanta team. Okay. Dan, you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think, though, for me, I'm, I might save Oldenburg. I looked at Oldenburg maybe as an all-star this week. He could be top four in points, but he's a main event guy at the showdown, and he might be double points at, in Atlanta. So even though he has a really big high handicap this weekend, which you always talk about picking for an all-star, right. I may not pick him as an all-star this weekend just because it's likely he could get double mm-hmm. points at Atlanta. And he's a guy that, you know, you have to assume that's going to be in the main event right. um, every weekend. So that that's something like that. Marty Marty's probably not going to be an all-star at Atlanta. He's won Atlanta like 14 times in the last 17 years. So mm-hmm. he could be a good pick to save for, yeah, for Atlanta. Paul, Paul brought that up earlier. That's That, that yeah. could be your guy, huh, Paul, for, yeah. for Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, Marty always wins heat races at Atlanta. He's won, his, won a main event there before, maybe mm-hmm. two. Um yeah, so he's a good pick there. He always rides good there, and if he is fifth through sixth, he'll be el- you know in points he'll be eligible for right. double. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think uh, wh- while a triple crown offers some ease because you know who's you know you can have eight in, I still think there's plenty of things to nerd out on to uh, make your kind of season points work out better for you after yeah. the show. Yeah, I mean just just look at the look at the previous triple crown and then scoring like we did earlier. So uh, all right, four fifties. Uh, Paul Pumex Fantasy Podcast, uh, presented by Fly, Ride 100%, um, Pro Taper, and the folks at Kawasaki, of course. Uh, Wait, that dirty guy needs our locks, or he's going to get all mad. Yeah, dirty Al Green locks. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, I, I mean, you just say, my dirty, my lock would be Pennington if he gets in the main. No, I'm no I, I disagree. Horton. I think Horton's lock. Me too. I want Wharton. I think he scores the most points of the people on this list. All right, well, just to switch it up, I'll go Pennington. One, okay. Ride 100%, lead pipe, lock of the week, Fantasy 19 at checkout. Oh, here's here's another guy that I would say stay away from at Detroit and save for Atlanta. He's a seven all-star right now. Save, save Cunningham for Atlanta. He'll make the main event at Atlanta and – just because it's going to be hard to find those guys that it's going to be the goal at Atlanta is to fill fill the main event, or, you know, fill your team, get four guys in, and I think it's going to be tricky to do so. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, so let's go into Detroit four fifties. Oh, Dino's an all star, right? Been all year, bro. Yeah, no, Been thinking. So, so I, I was thinking about. <laughs> Started the season in fourth. Oh no, something changed. Okay, Plessinger went. No, Sealy became an all-star, and Chad went to a double okay, point. Okay, that's it. Something changed. I was looking. Okay, because last week it was Chad and or AP dropped Chad, out. Chad right? and Sealy. Chad and Sealy swapped eighth and ninth. Right. Okay. So Chad's so Chad's not an all-star, and Chad is a zero. I don't know, Dan. Yeah. I, I'll know after practice. I mean, he's the kind of guy, he's not great in practice, but you can at least tell how he's riding. And the last Triple Crown, the last race of the night, he was fifth in that mm-hmm. in that race. So he likes the format, I think. Similar to Monster Cup, he was pretty good at that there this year as well. But I think there's better picks. I think that you have to gamble with some 16s like the Nick Schmidt if he makes it, mm-hmm. and then Osborne. Things like that. So Osborne uh, is going to. He's not up. high on my list at a zero. At four, Osborne went to four now from two. Must pick him, Paul. Must pick Osborne. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I can't pick him. But yeah, you must pick him. He's my lead pipe lock, hundred percent. All right. Okay. Um, what else we got? Uh, Brees didn't make the main. Might make. I it like now. Brayton. Brayton. I like Brayton at a zero. Um, I, if he qualifies good, how he did, uh, you know, at Minneapolis, and and I think he was—I don't remember if he was in the mix or not, Dallas—but I think he's he, he's excited about triple crowns. I always hear him say it, so that's a positive as well. And he's a double points guy. And uh, yeah, we we thought that at A two. Yeah, what he got? exactly. Like fifteenth every race. A <laughs> two triple crown for the first for the first time ever. Brayton didn't do well at one. Our Detroit pits close by. They're right in the stadium, right? Uh, yeah, but there there is an issue with the pits that they're running into. So the the 
the stadium isn't pressurized, but the, there are two pressurized doors to get into the stadium, and they only open like every so often. Like you can't just like press the button and open it and close it. Yep. And they didn't think about that. So. Yeah, it that'll be, be interesting a, if there's a if there's a fire drill for sure. Yeah, I mean if there was a fire drill, it. I mean obviously it might not be a problem, but you have to think of these things, and there could be an issue to where someone's just sitting outside and can't get in. So. Um, you know, my hundred percent lead pipe block of the week is. Zach Osborne. It, if it's not, then I then you lose. Okay, well I'm not. I'll go different because yes, it's Osborne, but if he's in the race, Polatelli. Fifteen. He Can might see now. He had some issues from San Diego. I know he did have some issues, but he raced this last past. He races last weekend, so he crashed. Yeah. But um, Polatelli would be a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, is is Gardner at a ten? Not much value there, Dan. For Gardner, yeah, Gardner? I, I think he's also not. He didn't make the last triple crown. I don't believe. No, he didn't. He's not a very good qualifier. Yep. So he could struggle. He struggles in this format. He's more like John Short. He's a good racer. He's in good shape. I think that the, the higher handicap guys you could look at are the Ronnie Stewart. He made it last at the last Triple Crown. Um, I mean, seven deuce deuce. Can he? If he makes it, you pick him, right? At a sixteen. Uh, he's going to come through the LCQ. He's not going to qualify top eighteen, but yeah. But you would still yeah. know if he's in or not. Yeah, you'll know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think somebody like that. I think I can't pick Tyler Bowers, but I still think he's a great pick out of five. I picked him last week out of five. I mean, he's not going to max out for you, but he's going to get you a lot of points. I think he'll be 12, 13 in the main event. Um, yeah, you know, I think and uh, not bad. I think yeah. I think uh, Tomac will bounce back as an all star. I think this he'll bounce back. He's a four. He's a four. He's got to bounce back. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I. I I like Marvin as an all-star. Um, I mean, it seems, if you look at history, uh, he gets on the podium. It's pretty much happened since, like, round like four, like three, basically. He's not been worse than third. Um, so I think that's pretty – I mean, he is a one, so he needs to get second to max out. So I'm mm-hmm. going to look that way. But, yeah, I agree with you at Tomac at a four. I mean, I usually can never get Tomac at a four, but, man, last week was puzzling. Yeah, it was, And yeah, if it was he gets absolutely. one bad start, which – yeah, I don't know. I, it was really weird, and I think he comes back and, and has, you know, lots of rage in him and uh, and pulls yeah. through this weekend. Uh, speaking of Chisholm, he's a seven. Dropped it by one. Man. but It's going to look so bad, too, because he might have to go to the LCQ to get in. Yep. And, and it's going like, to look like it's not going to work, but Kyle's going to go out there and go, like, 16-16-16 for, like, 13th overall or something. Right. Exactly, you've nailed it. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's a good pick, and and I think I think a good pick is Justin Bogle at a five. Um, he wasn't fully up to speed yet for the triple crown at, at Anaheim, and I don't think, um, but uh, he's gotten a lot better since then. I think uh, I think that could be a guy that scores a lot of points at Detroit. I, I don't know, like so Bogle. My issue with Bogle is. The injury syndrome one weekend. I mean, he came through the mechanics area and was just, like, holding his arm. Like, I was pretty sure it was, like, compound fracture. And then he went out and did, like, two fast laps. So, I, I don't know. Like, he had a really good race San Diego in the mud. Then he was pretty good the week after. But he was not good this weekend. So, he could be someone to look at for sure. But I don't know if you can pick him over, over say, Osborne or I think Joey's lost value. We say that, but he's been four or five the last two weekends. What is so he? I think he's a two minus two, yeah. But I mean, if yeah, he's I mean, four, as long five as he's again, top eight, he's getting double points. Yeah, and I mean, he's a great starter as he's shown the last few weeks, and he runs up front with those guys. I mean, he he would have won one of these races had it been shorter a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, I think guys like that you have to pick. Um, I think A Ray at a nine still pickable. I know that's right around his bubble, but I think. There's 18 good guys that are going to make it, and A-Ray's right on that bubble of that, that next guy. So, um, um, Hill, can I interest anybody in a Hill? Not me, but he's a four. Short, shorter races. Good starts? No. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, he, he's going to win. He, he'll, he's going to be good one of these races, right? right. Like, and I get it. That's fine. I want him to do good, but I just haven't seen enough from him in a main event to – to. I like the guy. I don't want to hate him. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, like, uh, I really, you, you know what, I can't pick him, so I didn't take a close eye on him. But, Dan, you have an excellent point about Savachi. When you go back to the um, to the other triple crown, Sealy, 32 points, got a sixth. He was minus one. Yeah, I mean, you look at yeah. Savachi's races, had he not had the DNF in Oakland, I mean, he was up front in that race as well. He He's up front in all the main events. Yeah. I think that that Joey needs to be looked at for sure. Um, he's going to he's gonna be up front. I think he gets double points. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock of the week, Fantasy 19 at checkout at Ride 100%. Mine, just to be different, mine should be Osborne, but just to be different, I'll go... Um, I said Politelli. I, I, I'm going. I'm, I'm walking that back. I'm walking that back. Uh, Chiz. Dan. Ooh, that's a good pick. Dan. Yeah, I like Chiz. I, I'm going to go with Osborne just because I passed yeah. on him last week, and I think if, if you passed on him, the 47% who didn't pick him last week, you have to pick him this week no matter where he qualifies. <laughs> if he lets you down again, then, then we understand. But, uh, yeah, you you, you got you to gotta go that way. And I, real quick on Osborne, I had some messages from some players that passed on him also, and they were expecting his handicap to be really, really high. Uh, guys, we've got to put some common sense into some of these picks. Zach qualified fourth. He's been injured. He crashed on the first lap of his heat race, and he was in the top ten in the main event and crashed. We're not making Zach Osborne a ten. It's just we're not going to do it. You know, oh. We're going to get some flack for this, and it's just we're going to put common sense into it. And same thing with Bowers. You didn't change Bowers at all. I mean, he got DQ'd, you know, so you can make a case of like, oh, hey, it's got to be, you know, but come on. Yeah, same thing with, I mean, we've left Hunter Lawrence the same. We don't know when he's coming back. Um, the same with uh, Falk. He, he stayed the same. He hit his head and didn't race, but it doesn't mean his handicap needs to go up. It wasn't his, you know, right. he didn't perform, not perform well. So. Okay. All right, anything else, boys? Um, this week for a jersey who do you want to do, Steve? Pick one of your one of your little favorite riders in the in the 450 class. Who do you like? Does anybody like you anymore? Uh, yeah, I know lots of guys like me. Um, I don't know. I don't know who we have, Dan. I don't know who we have. To pick. We have we have everybody. I've went through every, everyone. Have everybody. Pick, pick <laughs> anybody anybody you want. Uh, did we do Webb yet? We did not. Well, we did Webb, but we traded him for a Jerry Robin. So we could do web. <laughs> Kyle wanted a Jerry Robin jersey uh, for the shop instead of the web jersey, and we were able to pull. Some I did not know. I thought we got him a, web, uh, a Robin jersey as well, but no, no, he no, said, no, 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 no. He he wanted nothing to do with that. The points leader guy. He just wanted Robin. Well, he's got <laughs> it. I I sent it to him, so he would have had to have it by now. So, Let's uh, be clear that if you get fifth or second or eighth. That's the prize you're getting. Do do not email us and ask us for a different prize because that means that we would have to rob it from somebody else that is already getting it as well. So yeah, and to be to honest, the jersey, all the we, all the prizes are already boxed up. Yeah, all the prizes are already boxed up uh, with like just waiting for a, an address. I've went through season prizes and they're all boxed up, ready to go. So we can't really change them. The jersey. Uh, I know week one guy was trying to trade it for a Tomac, but obviously everybody would love a Tomac jersey or a, you know, or a Web jersey. We can't get twenty jerseys from these guys; they're all race jerseys. So, um, yeah. In that one, when Kyle asked for a Jerry Robin. We can make that happen. <laughs> Kyle wanted a Jerry Robin jersey. He believes in Jerry, and and we were able to make that happen. And he forfeited the Web jersey, so we still have the Web jersey to give okay. away. Okay, well, we'll do a Web jersey then. Yeah, we'll web. do a, we'll do a Web jersey. Sounds so. sounds great. Uh, well, Pulpamex Fantasy, thank you for playing, everybody. Uh, appreciate. It. Good luck this week. If you don't have eight in the main event, you really need to check yourself and, and perhaps check your emails, guys. Steve and I have been emailing people trying to get addresses for prizes, and if you haven't received a prize yet, it's because your address is not there. So I can't send it to an invisible address. There we go. So. And uh, right. so thanks to Fly Racing, thanks to Pro Taper, Ride 100%, Kawasaki, Racer X brand as well. Paul Parabinos from uh, Pro Taper and Dan Schumann from Get and Athena. Thanks, boys. Thanks. Yeah.